Okay, hello. I'm Peter Holland with Benchcore, and I am very excited. We've got a super opportunity today uh, to have a thought leader conversation with Elder Gildhoff from Basking Company, and um, we can hear a little bit more about that in a minute, and here certainly hear more about uh, Elder's experience and, and the, the work that they're doing. But I think we all know that um, you know, it's the old Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. Well, we certainly do. And I think corporate real estate people have been challenged uh, more than ever. And um, we're all looking for insights, uh, actionable ideas, paths forward uh, to, to meet some of the challenges that have been visited upon us. Um, uh, and of course, um, it's on society at, at whole, uh, but uh, particularly, um, the consequences of COVID-19 have cascaded through uh, and down onto corporate real estate. And we're looking for answers that, that um, you know, are, are challenging and hopefully we can help you find some today. So we're looking forward to the conversation. So uh, welcome yeah. and uh, share with us a little bit about uh, why we, we think that um, you know, your, your background is gonna be interesting. So go, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, thanks so much, Peter. Um, so I think, so first of all, um, maybe a couple of words about basking. And what we do is we are providing workplace occupancy analytics uh, for corporate real estate users, right? So working with companies globally to help them to understand how their offices are used, how they visited, what's the space, utilization rates, and all these metrics can be provided in real time. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, you know, from our perspective, these are, um, in a way, so of course, these are challenging times, but also an exciting opportunity for the industry to transition to more data-driven um, way of working. And I think it's, it's something that is historical. What we're witnessing, the change obviously is, is um, extraordinary in terms of how the industry has to adapt to the flexibility demands from the employees. Employees have a way um, way more opportunities now to actually work they the way they want to. So yeah, um, lots of changes, uh, lots of interesting trends. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, things to unpack here. Okay, well, let's begin. get into it. I think you're quite correct. Um, yeah. Change and challenges lead to opportunity. And exactly. for, yeah. for those who are uh, willing to meet the moment and exploit it, um, it's an extraordinary time. So maybe that would be a good way to position this call um, yeah. as, as to think of moving forward and uh, uh, what, what kinds of technology, what kinds of re-engineering re processes, uh, what kinds of organizational structures. We're thinking about all these kinds of, of, of questions, but let's, let, let's just start with um, a, a couple things at almost a macro level. But as, as, yeah. as we all know in corporate real estate, that uh, corporate real estate has long aspired to have the what's always been called the seat at the table, you know, be uh, bring to their gravitas and their expertise, um, be the maven within the company on corporate real estate, and um, you know, be respected and um, be listened to. Uh, so, it, as never before, companies are deliberating these issues, and they're not being deliberated at at the level of corporate real estate. It's the CEO, the CFO, it's even the board. Right, so um, th this is the chance. Um, what do you what are you seeing as uh, 
as these issues are being discussed and your clients and I may have some observations on yeah. um, what, what are some of the broad patterns, the trends, um, the anomalies if you even, but what are, what are some things that you see from you know, the 35,000 of foot level, if you will? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I can talk about what, we, what we're seeing, what we're talking about with our customers and, and prospects. And I think certainly uh, this um, drive for more flexibility and it's coming from uh, the employees, right? So um, companies need to adapt to these uh, requests for um, more power for, for employees to decide on how, how to work, when to visit the office. And of course, this is coming from the, the work from home adoption that was forced. Now uh, work from anywhere adoption that is... Uh, we're witnessing right now. And so um, I think the, the fact that the companies need to adapt to flexibility is of course, uh, it, it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of change, but it's also an opportunity for um, be, to be more effective, to, for real estate to actually have this seat at the table. Um, real estate uh, leaders mm-hmm. can actually deliver cost savings that the yeah. CFOs are looking for. So this is a huge opportunity. Um, and then going forward, um, flexibility uh, creates a lot of uncertainty and uncertainty is uh, specifically on when employees will come to office, how are they going to use the space? And so solving this, uh, this challenge, adapting to this uncertainty is, is a big task, is a big challenge, but uh, it's possible with new technologies. And so... This new requests, new needs, new demands um, are meeting with uh, the solutions at, at exactly at the perfect time, right? So we now have, we actually had the technology to solve all these problems before. Pre-COVID, mm-hmm. uh, we had this technology, um, but now, now that there's demand from the market, we can actually deliver this solution to the industry and uh, get the... Um, get the benefits mm-hmm. both for the companies and for the employees so uh the the trend the flexibility meaning uh, creating this uncertainty is actually uh, producing um the benefits for for both sides and so um i think what, when we talk about corporate real estate now we we also need to think about uh sort of uh supply and demand side mm-hmm. almost right because um, it used to be that the demand for office space was fixed. So nine to five workday, yep. um, you know exactly when the police are coming, when they're leaving, mm-hmm. and you can plan your footprint accordingly. You can adjust to have maybe uh, to create some flexibility, but still you have a mm-hmm. lot of buffer. Pre-COVID, we all know that about 40% of the space was underutilized. So it was sitting empty mm-hmm. and companies were you know, kind of able to afford this, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's, it's just right there. It's, it's an opportunity that you can take, right? Yeah, so, the, right. The whole, the whole thing is kind of blown open, if you will. Uh, yeah. And the technology has certainly uh, enabled it, um, mm-hmm. but it's going to be very interesting to see if technology and the kinds of technology that's available to the corporate real estate world will yep. accelerate now and, and 
even deliver more solutions than yeah. we know about today, right? So companies companies are have recognized, but they've wrestled with being able to deliver data informed decisions and data centric decisions. Yep. Um, that's coming together. Talk a little bit about that uh, data. And um, it's interesting. Do you, uh, this is a uh, curious about this. Has there been a, has this identified gaps and, and are there leaders and laggards? Is there a bifurcation between um, the top tier companies that are, are, are really wrestling with this and coming up with solutions using data, using, for example, refinery or bench core data and using, yeah. you know, basking data or, or others. Uh, certainly there's, there's other places that, yeah. that can aggregate data and use it, but talk a little bit about this, this kind of gaps um, and yeah. if what you're seeing. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, and so we're seeing also working together with refinery, uh, we we're seeing that, Technology companies obviously are at the forefront of, of mm. the of the adoption. They were in it uh, even before um, consulting all data-driven um, verticals. You, you, we're talking about pharma. Um, so companies that have to operate uh, with data as part of their main product, right? The main output. Yeah. They already are looking, or they were already in the process of adopting. Mm -hmm. um, data-driven solutions, technical solutions for uh, real estate function, right? Um, verticals that are not really there, you know, they are kind of, they're lagging for sure. There's also um, a question of how, how, how what, what the infrastructure, what kind of infrastructure you have to actually adopt mm -hmm. new technology, right? And um, the Company's culture is another big factor um, yeah. for for this adoption. Some companies are just already mm -hmm. used to being to, to be more remote to use the remote workplace technology. Um, use Slack, use uh, Microsoft Teams to actually um, solve um, mm -hmm. solve business problems, right? And big part of this is also documenting processes. So it's actually going to the more you, you are uh, using the, you're adopting flexible workplace, the more you're adopting remote uh, workplace practices, you, the more you have to document things. Mm -hmm. You have to actually have some written policies or um, easily, um, you know, some onboarding practices that allow employees to actually easily access the data they need to work, right? So this is going to be just, the flywheel of uh, technical <laughs> adoption. Yes, that's a good term. It's, it, each company is is different, right? I always said each company yeah. is idiosyncratic and it depends, as you would say, culture, geography certainly can play a significant role. Yes. Uh, we all know there's a vast difference between how an office might operate in Bangalore or Hyderabad uh, as yeah. compared to Austin, Texas, right? So there are certain norms, cultural norms. And there's also this, there's quite an imprimatur from the CEO. Um, we've seen a lot of this, right? So you see uh, someone like a Jamie Dimon, right? So you see these, these, these leaders that have a, a, a large presence um, almost by executive fiat saying, 
people will be in the office or people will work for home or we're going to be flexible. And then companies, companies follow, you know, based on, on those, on those beliefs. So I would suspect that corporate real estate leaders um, are being asked for data and then being asked questions that they hadn't asked, asked been ever prepared to answer. Um, yeah. And probably, there's probably some scrambling going on and, um, uh, you know, they're, they're looking for, I think in many cases, third parties to help them come up with those solutions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when we, when we talk about this drive for uh, flexibility and transition to this yep. um, state, we need to think about the ecosystem, the whole industry. Mm. Uh, and um, it's, it's not just about occupiers. Um, it's also about uh, landlords who are, uh, they need to help with this transition. It's about advisors. It's about software vendors, tech, tech uh, companies mm -hmm. that are, they need to enable this transition with solutions, right? And so, um, yeah, I think uh, this is, the whole ecosystem is now mm -hmm. focused on, on um, moving to this flexible workplace world, um, enabling it with data. Enabling with uh, with uh, technical uh, solutions.